Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about, we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me, I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't not They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here. I'm doing a quick show for you guys for Tell the Truth Tuesday, much to do. So today is Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. We are something like two weeks away from Christmas, which y'all know it's funny, and, and, and I I really have to pat myself on the back for this because everybody's like, with my son, they're always like, ain't Christmas for your son all the time? And I'm like, yeah, pretty much, but not, you know, in the sense of, him being spoiled or him getting everything that he wants. It's just that growing up, and I'm going to explain this before we get into the show called Toxic Shock, which I asked y'all, because I'm going to start asking y'all what y'all want me to talk about, because I think I've pretty well purged myself, my flaws and everything, and I have to get ready to go into stealth writer mode because I have not one but two books that have to be put out. One of them's mine, one of them isn't. And so one of the reasons that, Christmas was so hugely important to me is because my mom loved Christmas. So you talking about sugar plum fairies, we pulling up at all the spots back in the day, gold circles and, you know what I'm saying, Kmart buying up all the old Christmas shit, you know, the day after Christmas because we're so close to Canada, literally across the border. We also celebrate Boxing Day as well. And we go out and we take advantage of all the 50% off sales in all the stores and especially in the retail and outlet malls. So Christmas for us growing up was literally a time when we were able to ask for just about anything that we wanted. And pretty much what my mom did, my parents did, was say, okay, look, uh, pick three things. And this way, you're never disappointed because if you pick three things and even if you only get one, because that's maybe all they could afford, then you were still happy because it was more than what you got. See, I didn't come from an era of, you know, you just got stuff just because. We didn't eat out. We didn't, you know what I'm saying? We didn't do a lot of stuff. We grew our own vegetables. (laughs) Like my dad hunted. We caught our own meat. We went fishing. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like I don't ever recall you know, going out to eat other than like diners and we were going to visit my Gigi, my great grandma in Buffalo. So 
we just, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She sold our clothes. And then now when I look back on it, I'm like, damn, we was poor as fuck. Like, we thought, you know what I'm saying, we were doing well. But, you know, we actually were probably lower, you know, to no, cl- you know, middle class. But my dad was a factory worker, so he picked up the overtime. He worked. So Christmas was always a focal point. And I spoke last week about how, you know, it must have felt to be my father and have to go and fill out a piece of paper that basically said that he was not able to provide his children with Christmas, very proud black man having to go to someone who was not black and ask for help to make his kids Christmas. And what's crazy is, you know, as little kids, to be honest with you, we wouldn't have known if it was Christmas or not (laughs) unless somebody told us. You know, and I I always use this one story as an example, you know, in my ascension, which was I remember losing my job back in the day when I was a broker down in in Tampa area. And I remember my severance pay running out because it was a whole hot-ass mess. We'll get to that in the book as well, Black Girl Book of Shadows. And I remember I was waitressing because that's always my fallback job. I've been in hospitality for easily 20 years. I'm always doing something with people because I love y'all. So I remember I was bartending, I was waitressing, and I remember all the bills were paid newly divorced. My baby is young. He's he's under five years old. And um, he doesn't know what any of this is. And so I remember saying to myself, whatever I make tonight, because I, I used to do I, right, you know, I said, whatever I make tonight, that's the whole Christmas. That's Christmas dinner. That's everything. And so I remember I made like $120 that night. And, you know, Walmart was 24 hours. And I remember saying to myself, I never wanted to get my son started in video game culture and in the Michael Jordan culture with the sneakers and things like that. I wanted him to be comfortable. I wanted him to look like a little boy. And I wanted him to be loved more than bought things for. So I remember that year, all I was able to spend really was like after I bought groceries and things like that to make a proper, you know, uh, Christmas dinner, because I did at least try to do that, because, you know, I miss my mom, I wasn't able to get home, didn't have the money, and um, I remember buying him a bunch of Matchbox cars, not Matchbox, Hot Wheels, and this was, like, probably the poorest I've been with child, and I remember he didn't give a shit, like, he didn't care, like, he was just happy, he was opening something, he got a racetrack, you know, it was great, and his dad was actually living with me that year, because his father had also fell upon hard times. So when y'all talk about me and things like that, and, like, people want to try to cast this negative, you know, light on me as an ex-wife, I'm like, no, motherfucker, I was fully divorced, not even touching my ex-husband, nor was he touching me. And he was actually living in my house, helping me, you know, watch our child so I could go work, you know, 60 hours a week to make sure that we have money You know, because even though he did me super fucking dirty, wasn't paying child support, wasn't doing shit, okay? Now, you're going to help me with this baby. It's a boy. So I remember going out, getting the matchbox cars and Hot Wheels and things like that. He didn't care. He was just happy. And so from then on, I remember saying, I don't want to start traditions that I can't finish. I don't. So for us, Christmas was always just about inviting people over, having dinner, and just upholding the traditions that my grandmother did, my mother did, my Gigi, everybody. And so as the years get older and everyone starts having their own children and everyone starts buying their own houses, those traditions get forgotten, okay? So I watched it happen at my grandmother's house, which her house is no more, and I'm watching it happen in my own home. 
So my sister and one of my brothers, they know. They better bring their motherfucking ass to my mama's house. They know. We sit there, we cook, you know, all day long. This year I decided to switch up the tradition. We usually have paella, which is a Spanish seafood rice. But this year I said, you know what, I want to do prime rib. You know, we're just going to do, so I'm not going to slave in the kitchen all day. And it's just, I can feel those traditions. So Christmas for us is more about tradition. It's not so much, my son knew very young that Santa did not exist. It did not hurt his fucking feelings because he's an analytical child. So he's like, Mom, even at the speed of light, how is Santa being able to get all the way around the world in this amount of time and how many, and then not just that, I'm giving an obese man credit for my fucking hard work that I'm out working all day and so he fears Santa not me no 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 I'm Santa so my son knew that probably when he's about six or seven years old but that didn't stop my mom from like I'm talking about <laughs> you talking about she was she would start Christmas shopping in, in in June okay so Christmas for me is just about upholding tradition and being able to give to someone. It's never about what I received. I've never been the girlfriend or the wife that really cared about what I was receiving. And it's funny because that's why I usually always get abundance because I don't expect anything because I'm really just giving to you because I had extra this year or because I'm able. Okay. And that's what Christmas is about to me. And really that's the whole season of Yule. That's what it's about. It's about giving. It's not about, you know, receiving. So in these situations where you have to deal with toxic people, let me tell you what I do. I fucking don't. If I don't want to fucking be around you, you know where the fuck I'm going to be at. I know where you're going to be at. If you don't want to come over here, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing your hand, but what you're doing is you're missing out on memories. So to all my women out there that have these issues and they feel that, you know, well, you know, her dad didn't come see her or his dad didn't come see him and this, this, and this, the motherfucker didn't want to. All you have to do as a woman, or even as a man, even as, you know, for my single fathers, is make sure that you're available so that they can come see their child or they can come get their child. And you do as much as you can because what you don't want to do, and I have done very good at this, and I'm going to once again pat myself on the back, I don't do, you know, non-revocable things. So, like, for example... My son one year said, Mom, instead of spending money on gifts, I just want to see my dad. We fly everywhere all the time anyways. Why can't we go see my dad? Ooh, I felt away. I'm like, fuck. All right, well, we'll go down there. Never was a question. I never asked a man to pay me back the thousands of dollars that I spent. Every time y'all see me going to Houston, I pay for that shit. And I'm talking about before I was fucking with the dude in Houston. I'm talking about years before that. I wasn't even speaking to him at the time. So that came all out of my pocket. So some of us do take the $3 in child support that you send and spend it properly on the child. Some of us do. Okay. So what started happening is, is that I had to pull that rain back this year because I said, you know what? A, you're not being respectful. B, I don't see you putting in the same energy or effort. C, you, you know, your, your family is growing and things like that. And I understand, but that doesn't have anything to do with you and your son. So all I did to you ladies and gentlemen that want to know, as I said, he's available. Anytime you want to come here and you want to see him, you just let me know. But going forward, I will not be bringing his ass down to Houston on my dime and you see him. Absolutely not. Because I have shit to do in Houston. Okay? If I bring him down there and you did not pay for him to see him, you will not see him because I'm tired. 
and I have spent an upwards at least three grand a year, so almost $10,000 bringing your child back and forth to you. And let me be clear. Oh, I want to put them on a plane. That's fine. But here's what you have to understand because you don't fly your son down there. Your child is not allowed to fly on connecting flights. So that means that I have to be inconvenienced and drive him to another state, Pennsylvania, Ohio, or Michigan, so that he can fly out of those airports straight. Uh, it's wintertime. I'm not fucking doing it. And so never underestimate the power of naw. And no, you dictate things on your terms when it's your fucking house and it's your fucking money, which you don't want to do. And I don't want to say this on air because I don't want to put nobody's business out there, but things like uh, christenings, baptisms, baby showers, yes, you should protect your peace. But these are also once-in-a-lifetime type things. All you could do is put the invitation out there. If the person doesn't show up, you cannot force a motherfucker to show up. You cannot guilt them into showing up. I know motherfuckers that do not speak to their own children, and they don't give a fuck but might fuck with their other kids, right? You cannot guilt them into feeling bad about this because they're just, they're not going to get it. And men, women, let me tell you this, men do not have the same ability, nor do they have the same uh, heart that we do. They love a little bit differently. So if a man can't see his child starving without a haircut, going through it, waking up with eczema, bleeding in the middle of the night, they don't, they don't feel it. They don't understand. Okay? And there's literally, you can send them pictures. You could fucking cry. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Right? They still, they're not going to get it. <laughs> there's nothing you could do. So once you realize, hey, nothing I'm doing is going to change this person Right? And, it, and listen, I know that my ex-husband loves my son. I know that across the board. But the way he shows love and the way I show love, two different things. His father will buy him whatever he wants across the board all day. Right? But my son, and it's funny because children know. So my son usually doesn't ask his father for anything. He'll come and ask me. And I had to get to a place where I'm like, go oh, ask your daddy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay? My son, my son come in the house and declares shit. Like, oh, I'm going to play the guitar. What? All right. You know, okay. It's the arts. Um, I'm going to be in two theater groups. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, never one time do I call his father, get permission, do any of that shit because I pay for it. Right? So as long as you're paying for something, you're the, you're the boss. Now, when it comes to the holiday gatherings and you have to go be around people, if you have to be around people because it's your mama house and you're not holding Christmas at your house, please don't miss these memories with your parents because your siblings are fucking assholes. Please don't do that. Okay, or because, you know, or or trying to show up to somebody's house and cause havoc because they got a new girlfriend or whatever. No, of course, throw your best shit on, your little cream, you know, uh, sweater jogging suit or cream dress with your little boots. Yeah, do your hair, do all that shit. Put yourself on a time limit. Say, I'm going to be in and out of here in one hour. Don't matter if they fucking cut the turkey. It don't matter what the fuck they do. You cannot expose yourself to levels of toxicity and think that you're going to have you a great fucking Christmas because you will allow someone else to ruin it for you every single fucking time. Okay? Let me let me give you another thing to do. If every year you send in this motherfucker Christmas cards with your baby in it and the baby is cute and the motherfucker ain't calling and ain't doing what the fuck he's supposed to be doing, I'm sorry, boo. Stop. Because he doesn't give a fuck. And see, he'll give a fuck more when you stop sending the cards. 
when you stop showing up at his mama house, thinking that you're going to run into him, right, so that y'all can have a conversation and just all of a sudden he's going to see your baby and be so in love. That's not how men work. They don't give a fuck. When they don't give a fuck, there's nothing you could do to make somebody give a fuck about you. So you women, let's get on you. So you got an ex and you still cool with the family, whatever. Don't go over there eating dinner. Don't go over there eating dinner. Don't, don't, no. You drop them a motherfucking card. They don't get gifts. They get a card. And it's not because he moved on with another woman or whatever, because you out here looking fucking stupid. Because you think that the sister is your friend. Yeah, she might have been your friend, but that's still his sister. So trust me, she know every hood rat he was fucking with. She know everybody. And you out here looking dumb. That's why she don't like your pictures no more. That's why she done blocked you off certain shit so you can't see and you still calling her sis and she not. She cool with the next rat that he's fucking fucking with. And she's cool with the girlfriend and the baby mamas and everybody else. The family is not your fucking friend. And let me tell you something. That doesn't mean that they might not have been cool with you and liked you in the moment. But at the end of the day, that's still their sibling. And some women are not adult enough or grown enough to tell their brother, you know what, I'm not fucking being involved in this. I like so-and-so, and me and her are going to remain friends, and I would appreciate it if you would just not include me in the bullshit. See, my brothers don't include me in bullshit because they know I'd be like, this is fucking wrong. I don't know this bitch. Get her the fuck out of here. Like, I don't play these types of games. Okay? I don't let them disrespect their ex-wives, their baby's mamas. I don't let them do that. Okay? You picked her. You stick with her. Okay? So do yourself a favor. If you are not with dude anymore... But you still love the family. You drop a Christmas card over there, maybe a little gift card to Starbucks or something like that. Put yourself on a budget. Okay, $20, that's all. That's it. Everything has to be done in increments. And it has to be something that you're going to consistently do every year. So if you're not, see, I'm not the type of person that'd be like, oh, my God, we're going to have this blowout Christmas and then next year it's not. No, I've already built up. (laughs) <laughs> you know, a built up a reputation. No, 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 no. So guess what? Every year you'll get a little $20 gift card to, to, you know, Starbucks or Tim Hortons or, you know, for some coffee or something like that, because at least it lets them know, like, hey, ain't no beef. I'm, th- You know, I was just thinking about you guys. Merry Christmas. You get in and you fucking get out. Matter of fact, leave the car running. Matter of fact, you ain't even got to tell them you're coming. Put the shit in the mailbox. Because now you don't look like the stalker crazy ex that's trying to hold on to the dude thinking that you're going to go over there and then he coming there with the next bum bitch. Don't do that. You look fucking crazy and I'm not co-signing that. You understand what I'm saying? The family members will lie to your motherfucking face. I never even seen her and then got whole pictures with the broad on fucking vacation somewhere, whatever, whatever, and you out here looking fucking stupid. Okay, I don't know about you. I don't like to be embarrassed. So I always, I never underestimate my opponent, right? So if you want to fall back, shit, my fallback game on bungee jump. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It is, and that's okay. There's no bad blood. Just don't make shit awkward and weird, and that's what happens at the holidays, okay? Birthdays, too. Don't invite yourself somewhere. Oh, girl, why you ain't calling me for Thanksgiving, bitch? Because it was other bitches over there. (laughs) Her brother's other bitches was coming through there with their kids. and not, You know what I'm saying? Like, let them cheat in peace. Let them do what they do, and you move forward and figure out what the fuck you're going to do and what kind of fucking spinach dip you having for dinner. Okay? To my girl, Rini, 
Um, you uh, okay? So let me give y'all, cause y'all be thinking that I just be going through my days, and the, you know I have all these. I don't have no motherfucking problems. I don't let y'all fucking bother me. Ninety percent of the time when I'm talking about shit, I get upset for you and post for you. <laughs> I don't have those type of problems currently, but I may have had them. Trust me, I have done it all. I have literally have done it the fuck all. So that's why when y'all tell me shit, I don't never say like, oh, I could never. And da da da, da bitch, because God be like, word, that's what you said? Watch this. So to my girl, Rini, let me tell you about that situation. So my girl uh, adopted a little girl. She's married to a man. She adopted his daughter. The mother, and listen, I don't know what the fuck she's going through, but I just feel that women that give up their kids and you wasn't on drugs and wasn't nothing wrong, you just was chasing a nigga, like, fuck you, like, for real. And it was a daughter. It was a little girl. It's my baby. So, you know, now that Rini, my girl, has taken control of being this girl's mother, gotten her through the fact that her mother literally abandoned her on some porch-type shit with the father, okay, they are doing very well now. They are very blessed. And I remember this couple when they first started out having to live in separate homes because there was something going on. Like, it's some shit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all be thinking that I just know, like, just some regular motherfuckers. There's always something going on with people that I deal with in real life. So now, all of a sudden, the mother wants to have contact and all this other bullshit, fake shit that people do at the holidays. In that particular situation, bitch, fuck you. Fuck you. Absolutely not. You wanted to see your daughter, you shouldn't have fucking left her on my fucking doorstep. And granted, that was with her father, but you talk so much shit about my girl, and now all of a sudden that she's calling someone else mommy and she ain't seen you in four or five years, bitch, go fuck yourself. You don't get to come back because there was nothing wrong. Drugs, I get that. And I'm not saying I co-sign behavior for drugs, but that's not, that's not your mother. That was somebody that was on drugs, that was some demonic presence, whatever. Bitch, you just left chasing after that nigga. And you had a whole nother baby. You know what that made that little girl feel like? Bitch, fuck you. I won't let that. I would have, that bitch would have to take me to court. All of us. <laughs> we would all be sitting in court. And unfortunately, the little girl is now of age where she is allowed to legally say, I don't want to have anything to do with my mother. So, Rini, in your case, if she wants to, okay, let her, but under strict supervision. I also have a niece that's going through something. You know, but she's little. You know what I'm saying? And my brother, I have to applaud my brother. He does everything he can, like, make sure that she gets the mom gifts and things like that. And we still try to, you know, look out <clears throat> and make sure that they're kept as sisters and brothers in that within that family. You know? So when you think that you have all these problems, there are kids out there who were literally abandoned by their parents, you know, for drugs or for other dudes or for other women and shit like that. And some of you dudes take better care of your girlfriends than you do your fucking kids. There is no blessing in that at all. There's no blessing in that. Okay. There's no blessing for the woman that will run after a man, but don't make sure that her kids are okay. There's no blessing in that. And especially if it's not your husband, most importantly, if it's not your husband, Okay, the way to deal with toxic family and toxic friend during the holidays is time. Only allow yourself a little bit of time to be exposed to that. 
And listen, you know the famous black people line. When you know you're getting in and out, you walk in the house before you take your coat off. This is what you say. Hey, y'all, just stopping in real quick, just coming to, you know, grab a plate or whatever. If you're going to grab a plate and leave, proper etiquette is make sure you bring something, a cake, a big-ass thing of cookies. You know, bring the greens or the mac and cheese. Bring something in exchange for the fact that you have to fucking go somewhere else. And even if it's a fucking lie, it's not on a Sunday, it's not on a Saturday, you're allowed to say, I can only be here for a minute. I got to get home. You ain't even got to say all that. I'm only staying for a minute. You have to stop explaining yourself to people that don't give a fuck. They're going to talk about you anyway. Let them talk about you when, it's, when you're not there. Out of sight, fucking out of mind. If you feel like you got to pawn your kid or throw your kid on your ex, you're abusing your child. You're abusing your child. Okay, when my ex-husband was going through his little funky-ass, you know, attitude, and I blamed the bitch, too. I said, if y'all could tell me the name of his last three teachers, I'll send you a gift. But you can't. So at the end of the day, you don't get to all of a sudden you don't want to talk to my son because you mad at me and I took his phone. You don't pay for none of that shit. You didn't want to talk to him because you didn't want to talk to him. And I told his wife, I said, you're a piece of shit, too, because you allow that shit. You're going to see. <laughs> you're going to see. And when a little boy grow up and he don't fuck with you, it's not my fault. And I don't ever got to look at my son and say that I robbed him of something or I, you know, wasn't cooperative. And I would listen, I did it all. Because my mother was one of those mothers. I, I wrote about this in my first book where she had told us that our dad was coming to get us and she lied. And, you know, we got all dressed up and we was heartbroken. And come to find out, you know, she had told him he couldn't come get us. And she had staged that whole thing so that we grew to hate him. And my dad, he used to always call me old goat. He'd say, you remind me of a little grandmother. Just walk around my newspaper and my goddamn, <laughs> and my little purse, my little patchwork, holly hobby purse. And I remember my dad used to say, when you get older, you're going to understand. And he said, I'm not going to talk bad about your mother because I loved your mother. And he said this shit up until the day he died, literally, okay? He said, I'll never talk bad about your mother. But in reverse, she always talked bad about him. So I vowed when I had children that I wasn't going to do that. You understand what I'm saying? But some shit is indefensible. Dealing with toxic people during the holidays, fuck with them if you want to. As long as ain't no, nobody out here got no newborns and you robbing a motherfucker out of baby's first Christmas and, you know, shit like that, don't do that. Because you can't get those moments back. You know, births, you can't get that moment back baptisms you can't get that moment back christenings and all types of shit like that yeah invite the toxic people and then fucking make it a quick event okay that's it one hour that's all you get in my time i'm good for what kind of party it is shit get your shit and go save yourself some money okay you cannot be exposed to that and we have a new year coming new ideas you know what i'm saying and just new energy new vibes we got a full moon coming. Those are the things, you know, and winter solstice is coming. The days are already going to be dark. Don't go adding to it by over-exaggerating your place in people's lives. And don't let them fucking over-exaggerate their place in your life either. So I'm going to tell y'all about what happened to me on Sunday. So my truth for this week is this. I'm happy. And I purged a lot of things. I literally had an entire week off. Uh, I didn't have to work, but, of course, mm, I was at home working, and so what basically happened was I literally slept, and I used to always say, like, my white friends would be like, oh, I had a week off, I did some yard work, I did this, I'm like, what? And, you know, I'm always planning trips, and mm, 
unfortunately, uh, my son and I were supposed to be at our Basel, and we didn't end up going because um, he had an engagement with his theater group. So, and it was a no, it was a no conflict. Like there was no, like you couldn't just not go. So we ended up canceling it. And I said, it's all for the best. I said, because I ended up being able to work on some other things and finding some things out and just getting in tune with the universe. And let me tell you something. The universe is, is literally fucking undefeated. Every time I think I'm doing something, the universe be like, chill, dog. I got it. I got it. So all that, you know, when people be like, oh, you're cursing me and you're bad luck. And I said, it's not true because, I listen, I have a lot of power just in my own manifestations. I don't have the energy to be worried about what the fuck you're doing. As long as you're not fucking bothering me, I don't give a fuck what you do. And don't say my fucking name because I'm telling you, I put some protection shit out there that lets me know. Anytime somebody say my name in a negative fashion, it's almost like within 24 hours your shit just get fucked up, don't it? So she, you should probably stop doing that. I don't talk about you people. And if I do, I always try to keep it in a positive light. Like, oh, I love that motherfucker. Or, oh, I, you know, I tried to help this person or I cared about this person. Because I don't, I'm just not in a place of holding on to that toxic shit right now because I'm too embarrassed. Like, for real, like, y'all motherfuckers really be out here embarrassing the fuck out of us. And I don't know if you know what level of embarrassment I'm talking about. I'm talking about the embarrassment where, like, this is, now I understand why I denounce people and I act like I don't know them. Is because y'all motherfuckers really be out here embarrassing us. Y'all talk shit about us to other women. Was Passport, Passport Cuddy, uh, she's a girl that I frequently post, was just talking about that. She was like, y'all got to be careful with these pillow-talking-ass dudes that sit up there and talk shit about you to other women. And y'all keep can't thinking this shit is funny. And, like, I'm like, dude, he literally said you smell like cat piss when you squirt. Okay? And said that, like, you know what I'm saying? So don't do that. Because I know you don't say no shit like that about me or they or whoever I'm talking about, okay? Don't be so quick to eat every lie that a man is telling you because the next thing you know, he's going to be telling it to the next broad, whatever, whatever. You want to know something about me, I'm approachable. Come ask me. Come ask me. Just don't start the conversation with, yeah, I heard you said, because I'm going to stop you right there. Because first of all, I'm going to say, who the fuck is that? I don't know that person. I do not fuck with that person, and that's that. Now, if you come in to tell me something that you heard me say that maybe you misinterpreted, cool, we could talk. But don't come telling me what somebody else said, because I don't care. If they told you that and you believe it, sit tight. <laughs> sit tight, because you're going to be saying the same thing about you. So this week, I was in Buffalo, and I was riding, and I was like, I feel good. The sun was out. It's cold as fuck. I look homeless. I went grocery shopping, and so I started playing this jam, and I started having this vision that, like, I'm in my mirror, and I'm dancing, and I'm singing this to myself because I have some jewelry that needs to get set and made for uh, 2019 that I'm rewarding myself because I haven't been on my digital shit because I've been so focused of paying attention to everybody else but myself. My health faded because of it. Not that my looks faded, but I could have been, you know, combing my hair. I ain't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? So worried about everybody else. And ain't nobody worrying about me. Ain't nobody seeing after me. Ain't nobody trying to check for me. You know? Not even a typical, like, I remember dudes back in the day, like, if they ain't fuck with you no more, it's cool. Couple months, hey, just checking in on you, making sure everything is cool. And there's a different energy in a text message or a phone call like that than, hey, just calling to see what was up. Or I heard, like, you don't have to create a crisis to call me. Right? You don't have to apologize to me for some fuck shit that you said that really altered the way that I think about you. You don't have to apologize for that because that's really who you are, okay? 
99, literally 100% of the time, when I say something to somebody, sometimes it might hurt, but you know I'm telling you the fucking truth, and that's why I stabbed you so hard, which is what caused you to say the fuck shit that you said to me that actually is not true, right? And I don't apologize for that. I don't, because I said what I said. You said what you said. We can agree to disagree, and you know I wish you well. I hope everything works out for you. Doesn't matter who, male, female, whatever, okay? But... What I'm not going to do is continue to be embarrassed and dragged by motherfuckers and y'all, you know, throwing snide little comments and shit. Bitch, I'll get on a plane. I really will. You understand what I'm saying? And then I want you to have that same energy when you tell me to my face because you won't. Right? Because then I could just finish dragging you. So if I was you, I would just not talk about me. Same thing in, in my own hometown. Everybody got so much shit to say about me. How come y'all just look at me crazy when y'all see me instead of just coming and saying, hey, this dude told me that you did this, this, and this? I give credit to bras that come and tell me. Yo, he said this, this, and this. Of course he told you that because I hurt that motherfucker's feelings. He used to love me. Now he don't. He upset. He moved on. He made a bad choice. It is what it is. I respect bras like that. But don't ever come and tell me on some funny shit like, oh, <clears throat> and then the sister said, and he said, nah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that Because basically what you asked me was When was the last time I sat on his face And bitch we're not friends So I'm not going to tell you Bitch you'll never know Maybe you should just pull up and see my car there one day I don't know But at the end of the day I'm not going to argue Over no dude that call another bitch bae And it ain't just you I'm not going to argue over no dude That bought another broad An invisible diamond set from the mall I'm not doing that Y'all broads can fucking have arguments over that shit. That shit is very, you know, 2017 to me. That's my old bitch. That's that's my old, you know, people. Okay? Yeah, there was a lot of love. There was a lot of whole bunch of shit. Bitch, it was years ago. Let it go. Because what you're basically telling me is that he didn't let it go. Or they didn't let it go. Or this one didn't let it go. I let this shit go. Okay? I wish nobody no ill will, but you're not finna fuck up my 2019 talking to me about shit that happened in 2017. Bitch, I lost a baby. I had cancer. I never even properly mourned that shit. You know? Just, you know, just keep working, 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 working. You know? Like, <laughs> y'all, y'all really gotta start thinking about what you say before you approach people about people that they had situations with or about people that you know have suffered loss, right? Don't do that. And, you know, I think I only got upset because my healing process took a little bit longer because I'm in a situation where I was faced with, you know, other people that can't have children anymore. You know, and it's sad because you look at, the amount of time that you wasted with a person that had they maybe acted right six months sooner, you might have been okay, you know. And I said this to my ex. I said, you know, had you called, you know, and I don't wish that my friend passed any sooner, but had we had communicated sooner than the three years that we that went by that we didn't speak at all, <clears throat> maybe perhaps we would have been able to have a baby. I mean, thank God we didn't because you're fucking trash, but you'd have been a horrible father. But I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? The situation that happened to which I did lose a baby may not have even existed, right? Because 
you know, but then but then you have to look at the universe and say nothing is an accident. You know, everything happened in its own time. The baby wasn't meant to be. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't meant to have a uterus past a certain age. It is what it is, you know. But it's just 2018 has been an extremely embarrassing year for me, you know, because it's like everybody's masks fell off but mine. <laughs> you know, I'm still ugly. I'm always going to be ugly, not in the face, but just when it comes to how other people perceive me. I'm mean and I'm this and I'm that. Bitch, I'm wounded too. You know, and and that's not even to continue the fact that I consistently write and get on shows every week to show y'all what hurt looks like and pain looks like. I've literally consistently been nonstop working since my mom passed in 2013. And I've lost everything in the last five years, literally, you know, and I'm embarrassed because of that, you know, I'm embarrassed, so I just, you know, I I can't surround myself with people that are going to continue to embarrass me, and not uplift me in love, and not, you know, be understanding when it comes to the fact that, you know, I've tried to be the best person I could be to everyone that was around me, and I didn't receive the same thing, that's embarrassing, you know, you got one motherfucker thinking he's slick, you know, having other Instagram pages and liking bitches that would never even speak to you in the fucking grocery store. You got another one over here that literally I know in my spirit hates my guts, like never loved me, never gave a fuck about me, like consistently talk shit about me. And then it's like some of y'all say like, no, he obviously, no, it, it, that's not love. And I'm tired of y'all trying to tell me that just because somebody is keeping me on their tongue, that that means that they give a fuck about me because they don't. That person has harmed me, will continue to harm me, will try to harm me, and that's that. Because that's what they do to everybody around them. And I can't do that anymore. Okay? And then it's crazy because that same person is the one that literally... Like And it's crazy because he, he did this to himself. That same person is the one that was like, yeah, for three years, you didn't do anything, and this, this, and this. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, <laughs> that was the whole time I was fucking with you. So look at that. Look at the correlation. Look at the correlation between the fact that I was trying to heal and get some things done and couldn't because I was trying to help somebody trying to love on somebody that really didn't want to be loved. They just wanted attention. There's a difference between people that want love and want attention. I don't want attention. Give me all the feels. Give me all the love. I don't want the attention. I get enough attention as it is when I'm, I'm in the grocery store with my hammer pants on. I'm good. I have blonde hair. I'm a black girl. I get enough attention. Okay? I've been all over the news. I get enough attention. I have a radio show. I get enough attention. Give me all the love. If it's not coming from a place of love, I'm going to find out, and then I'm not going to want to be bothered. Do you know how terrible? And and this is how, this is why I tell you not to do this to your kids. As an adult, think about how terrible you feel when you keep going back to, let's just say, a man or a woman that you know don't give a fuck about you. We'll let you be broke. We'll fuck your sister. We'll rob you out your purse. Do you know how children feel when you make them go around a parent that didn't want them or that don't want them and they run around telling people you forced them to have them and all type of shit? So think about as a woman how you feel going around a man, fucking a man, knowing he don't give a fuck about you. 
He don't care. He don't even try to act like he gives a fuck about you. He really hates you, right? And you keep giving him pussy, right? You know how dirty you feel when you go home and you take the shower and then you realize I can't fuck with this motherfucker no more because I'm not even getting my personal emotional needs met? That's how your children feel when you force them to be around motherfuckers that they, that they know don't give a fuck about them. Stop doing that as a parent for a fucking picture. He don't care, sis. He don't care. She don't care, Rini. Do not give her the satisfaction of seeing that little girl knowing after everything that she fucking did that now she gets to come back. No, and I don't want to hear people change and make mistakes. No, the fuck they don't. People are trash intrinsically. People are not good. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. People intrinsically do as much as they can, and then they only get upset when they get caught. And if you force your children to be around people knowing that they don't give a fuck about them, then you're a trash person too, and you are also contributing to the abuse. So now that I've had my small emotional breakdown, I'm going to tell you about, finish telling you about my day I had, because I'm actually in a good mood. So Sunday I was driving, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, I want to um, videotape this um, song in the mirror. And I don't know why this song popped up in my fucking head, because <laughs> I'm not engaged anymore. Like, I'm good. You know, but I do have a lot of jewelry that needs to be set, like I said. And so I started playing this song and do vibed out to it for like an hour and a half while I was waiting on Boone to finish doing what he was doing. And so I want y'all to share this. And so anytime that you feel that you want to put yourself in a toxic situation with people that you know for a fact don't give a fuck about you, ain't never loved you, don't give a fuck about you, talk shit about you to the whole city, drag you to the same hoes that's trying to be like you, drag you to your fans, whatever, whatever, I want you to pop this song on and I want you to sing it to yourself Every fucking morning if you need to and vibe out to it. The song's about five minutes long, but get your five minutes of joy. Don't let the holidays come in and steal your joy. And don't put your kids in situations that they got to be around people that don't give a fuck about them. And that goes for you, too. Don't put yourself in a position because you're trying to be petty, right, to fucking expect that somebody's going to change from what the fuck they've been doing to you for years. They don't give a fuck about you. Accept that shit. Move on. 2019's coming. Big things.
guys. So basically what I'm saying is is that if you want to do something great for somebody for Christmas, you do it for yourself. You do it because it's no sweat off your back. You don't do it because somebody told you that on this pagan holiday that we worship somebody's birthday. Worship yourself. Go in the mirror. Tell it, tell the mirror it's for the lover and you. Buy yourself some fucking jewelry. Buy yourself whatever it is that you want to have because then this way you won't put so much stock into a day, one day out of the year. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week.